0: Couple podcasts. They are also the hosts of the Wild Within Wilderness Retreats. They have done the full Heal Your Tribe combo training with me, and uh, they are also students in the Mandala Training, which is our Ayahuasca training program. So welcome, you guys. Hi. Hey,
1: it's nice to be here.
0: It is nice. <laughs> So I was teasing them before we started that the first question that I'm going to ask (laughs) is, so how's the last year and a half of your life been? (laughs)
2: Do you want to start on this one? I don't
1: even, I don't know how to answer that. I guess maybe just with maybe where we were when we met you, because that would give some context. We were traveling and living together and we were living in Guatemala and We kind of, there's this kind of, it was kind of crazy how we got into the retreat because we were actually booked for the next retreat. That one got canceled. It got moved up because of COVID. Everything was shutting down. It was like this one or or it's probably not going to happen. And then we made this like kind of James Bond entry where like we took a quasi illegal boat across the lake because transportation had been kind of restricted and got smuggled into the retreat center. (laughs) So like the like the gates were closing and we like squeezed in um, and uh, and that retreat kind of blew our minds in in a lot of ways and I think ever since then we've been playing this game of follow the shaman <laughs> mm-hmm. in, in, as far as like physically like trying to well after that it was just apparent it's like wow I want to do more of this work not that long after we were we moved closer to you guys in Guatemala. We trained with Combo. That happened really fast, actually. And then Combo seemed to really speed up our lives a lot. Um, and we ended up, when you moved out of Guatemala, we ended up figuring, well, shoot, it felt like the action was kind of uh, leaving and felt important to kind of continue to follow uh, and be a part of this and to continue to study these medicines um, because they were, I don't know, producing... So many results, so much connection. It was just um it was it was really, really powerful. So our lives took a absolute one eighty after meeting you because that was definitely not the plan. I Was like maybe we'll do one retreat. It'll be nice to sit with ayahuasca again. Julie Roxanne, you had never sat with ayahuasca. And then I don't know what happened after that.
2: You know, it's funny that you say our life took a complete 180 because for me it was like, oh, life actually finally came into alignment. You know, like I think that that's how I would describe the last year and a half, which is so funny because in other contexts, when at this point in history people ask you what the last year and a half of your life has been, they expect a very different answer. You know, mm, like it's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like we, we've just been blessed and like meeting you guys and starting to work with you and develop this like tribe and slowly becoming b- part of the family has been just so deeply nourishing and true. Um, I think honestly the, the best way that I can describe the last year and a half is during one of, I think it was the second, um, re- night, uh, the second ceremony of that first retreat we sat in back in March of 2020 was I had a moment where I kind of opened my eyes and looked around the room and there were all these spirits and visions and things floating around in the darkness and I remember thinking, ah, I'm home. Mm -hmm. I finally, this is home. This is where I've been. It was like remembering a place that I had already been in Mm -hmm. and I remember Alistair and I just sitting in our room that like a couple of days later being like, should we just like drop everything we're doing and just follow these people around? And uh, it was kind of a crazy idea, and somehow that's actually what we've end up doing.
1: Without the dropping everything we're doing yes, part that's of it, true. and I think that's something that's been really incredible to watch over the last year and a half is how much this medicine work we've been doing with y'all has permeated all areas of our life, family life, work life. It's enriched everything, and I think it's it's really brought a lot. I don't. It's everything has kind of gotten more colorful, more alive, um, since starting to do this work. And it's just been this kind of feedback loop of like, yeah, that was worth it. Let's continue. Yeah, that was worth it. Let's continue. And it's been this kind of, I have this sometimes when we lead wilderness retreats too. I look at my, my partner, Kelly, um, who helps, who, who's, uh, we co-facilitate those and we look at each other and we're like, is this awesome? Or is this crazy, and 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 then we usually come to the conclusion like, this is both. <laughs> um, I tend to I tend to feel this is less crazy now. Um, it's it's kind of going the other way where it feels like everything else is a little crazy, but um, th- it's been that perpetual kind of question of like, is it, is is it crazy to do this, uh, and this is absolutely awesome. So,
2: and I think one other element of the last year and a half is. And I've been reflecting on this over the last few days, actually, because um, we just moved to Portland and exactly two weeks ago. And I feel like we've been swept up in a whirlwind of awesomeness and full alignment and things just coming into, just locking into place in a way that I could never have dreamed. And it's like kind of awe inspiring to watch and, and experience. And I've just realized how freaking amazing and lucky are we like that that this is our life that we as a couple as a a unit a family unit of like married we get to go on this on these journeys it's the the amount of gratitude and humility that I have for like life to have have taken me here is I don't have words for it
1: so one other thing I'll say on that has' been a great adventure. It would be a great adventure to do this alone, but to do this with you has been um, the privilege of a lifetime and and it's also been incredibly challenging yes. between us, doing the medicine, all aspects of it has has been very, very challenging. I'm not sure maybe one of the most challenging things i've I've kind of committed to or 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 put myself toward and there's also this mantra that I've worked with in my meditation practice for years at this point, And I, as part of, it, when I end my meditations, I always end with, with this and a few other mantras. But it's, uh, may I be open to the unfolding of my life like a beautiful lotus flower at home in the muddy water. And I feel particularly with this work, that opening, that unfolding, has just kind of been accelerated.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I will say like the level of work that you guys are doing and the intensity with which you're doing it is hard enough to do by yourself and amplified by the fact that you have a spiritual consort by your size. Um, that's always a crucible for um, major growth and can be the subject of a whole other podcast. <laughs> yep. In fact, I think we've kind of done one yes. on it before, so <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. we'll link to that one in the show notes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's it's been really incredible and, and intense to watch. And I, I really actually love that story about you guys MacGyvering and on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach loves to tell how he was like waiting for you on a private beach with sunglasses on to like whisk you away. Somehow
2: we center. just landed on the dock, and then these guys came over, took our bags, ran up so that we didn't look like we just came off the boat, and like we then we, we then like staggered so that we arrived later. It was crazy and really cool and what a way to enter into this life honestly i feel like it's colored a lot of the ways that we've done this life so
1: far coming in hot it's it's, it's kind of weird to reflect that had we not made that choice and it was very much like we were really on the on the edge about whether we were going to do that or not we we may never have met it may never have happened and that's like it's kind of it's just wild to i don't it's hard to imagine what that would have what, what would happen um Mm. if we hadn't so yeah
0: well i'm glad that things are falling into alignment for you here in portland um you know i i've been saying lately like the more aligned you are the more the synchronicities show up and they feel like feels like they're really showing up for you and the other thing i want to say just sitting here with you and reflecting on the first time that we met is like you said things are more colorful and vibrant you guys are I mm. can see, like, the the life and the light, like, shining from within you. And I've been privileged to watch that grow in you guys this past year and a half. Mm. And also that time that we spent together in Guatemala, where we were just a very small, like, we got to do a lot of personal work. And I got to train you guys, like, just you guys for combo, which was really cool. Um, I just want to tell you, like, how precious and valuable that is to me and what precious parts of our family you are Mm. thank you
1: it was really really precious for us too
0: so in in this last year and a half you have you have done the full combo training you've been facilitating your own combo circles um in the wilderness as well as some other spaces Mm -hmm. um which is really really cool uh and you've also become students in the mandala now you were you were clearly students before you actually jumped into the mandala so you've been working on it for a while um and so just you guys want to reflect on some highlights of of that work like what what, for you, each of you, has been the crux move in the last year and a half? There we
2: go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just pointed to me like you start. Uh, oh, I don't know that I can, like, point it to one thing. Um, so, little context for those of you who don't know me. Um, I am French, originally, and... Alistair and I met four years ago in 2017 in India. Um, we were both traveling and it was kind of just this random encounter completely arranged by fate and, and ever we haven't been apart ever since. I actually think that the longest time we've spent apart during those four plus years have been like two weeks at a time. Um, We work and live and breathe and sleep and eat and do everything together, which is its own set of challenges um, for sure. But it's also so rewarding and meaningful. Um, And so I think what the biggest thing, the biggest thing that's like coming through with this question is I've come to see, Uh, these medicines, and actually particularly Combo as the most important guide in my life. Um, Every time I sit with this medicine, whether I'm serving it or I'm receiving it or I'm assisting on a training, so many insights and downloads of what the next move comes in. And, And our life has been utterly chaotic over the last year and a half in all the most beautiful ways and I think uh, it's fascinating to get to learn how to let spirit flow through and guide me rather than my ego wanting to control the outcome of life Um, that's I'm actively in the process of that and it's uh, my my ego is going through a lot of pain, uh, so it, it's interesting to like discern. It's not I'm not in pain, but there's a lot of like thrashing and kicking and screaming from my ego who wants to control reality and the outcome and where I'm going and how fast I'm going there and 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 all these things. But ever, I feel like for the last year and a half, it's been more and more of a process of embodiment and dedicating my life to becoming this hollow bone, not just in ceremony, but as a a force guiding my life and letting combo, ayahuasca, spirit, goddess, every, (laughs) every guardian angel and guides that I have, like, tell me what the next move is. And I am continually humbled by the synchronicities and the awesomeness that flows through when I release expectations and I just follow um it's my journey with my journey with with combo has been very very tainted around that and in my journey with ayahuasca has been just humbling and uh, awe-inspiring i feel like i am learning so much it's teaching me so much about everything um my ability to be a guiding light for others and for myself is just increasing and I'm so honored to have been like a chosen vessel. I Actually, the first night that I drank ayahuasca, I remember the first thing that happened almost right away was I drank it, went back to my seat and then there was this feeling that a snake was like going all over my body and into all of my cells and into the nucleus of all of my cells, into my DNA. And then when I zoomed in on that, in each center of each cells, there was just a tiny little snake face There was just like, I'm here to stay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I knew then, oh, okay, yeah, this is, this is not just a one retreat kind of thing this is not just the oh I did ayahuasca once it was great it, it's it's a it's a guide and it's a it's a it's a goddess that I, I want to serve in all the ways that I can um, because the faith is growing but that's I think that I, I will end here this last year and a half has been a continual process of building faith in life in these medicines in myself and my life is so fucking awesome as a result. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. It's, it's so purposeful and meaningful and true.
1: Yeah, true is a very good word. Um, I remember on that first retreat we did with you, I also signed up for dieta not knowing really what it was. And uh, I just figured, all right, listen, that's more intense. Let's do that. <laughs> um, and I have still never had as hard a dieta as that one. It was with Tawari. And the last night we did a uh, all night sit to sunrise. And by sunrise, I had had diarrhea for over 24 hours. And it would continue for another five days. And, and I was in the fetal position. I was having like almost like flu-like symptoms, like shivering. I couldn't eat. Um, it was really rough and I remember saying I don't think I need to do that ever again um, and I think Zach laughed or like there was a bit of a like chuckle like well we'll see we'll see <laughs> <laughs> and it was true I, um, it wasn't long before I realized how helpful that was although it was one of the most excruciating nights um, in my memory at least uh, and it, I think some of the same themes around learn. I don't know if it's a learning how, letting the medicine and this path kind of guide the way um, and, and continuing to like, I don't know, kind of relax into that and let that, that happen. It's been beautiful. And the more we do it, which is by no means easy um, and has been a struggle at many times, um, but I'm just constantly surprised at how great things can get. Um, just over and over it's just like this is great this is amazing like, um, and it wasn't long ago that I remember I think I remember this was being a Steve Jobs quote or something something about looking in the mirror every day and asking yourself if you want to be doing what you're doing if the answer is no more times than it's yes in a month you need to make some big changes in your life and there was definitely a time not that long ago where that it was no more than yes and now I think it's like, yes, 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 yes. It's, it's yes across the board. It's yeses all the way. Um, and I, that's such a privilege and, you know, it's not that long. I, I remember, I, I, the memory is fresh enough to remember how much of a blessing that is. Um, there, my first time sitting with Combo was particularly powerful, I think with you and, and Krista and Michael were there in Guatemala. And I think I can't remember which ceremony it was, but there was one where I kind of started just sobbing um, and, and, and kind of crying and feeling really sorry for myself and it, like really opened things up. And then that work got like amplified on ayahuasca not that long after. And um, that was really powerful. And then, and so that was kind of an initiation in a combo and not long after you said, you know, I think you guys... I'm feeling that you guys m- might should be trained, um, and, and should should work with this medicine, and and um, that that was doing that. I, I we we've just constantly experienced that combo seems to just open the way and and like just get really direct to like yeah, that's where you're going. Um, and I feel like I never would have guessed that we would be back in the U.S. at this point. I thought that was years off. Um, I never would have guessed we'd be doing what we're doing. Um, and I'm, I'm really grateful for that. One other event early on that really sticks out in my mind was actually right after you all had left back to the U.S. And we were in the process of figuring out, we might have decided already that we were gonna come back to the U.S. as well. And uh, I think it was a Sunday and I did some hopping and drank some cacao, and then, and I was actually on a coaching call with a client when it happened. And the f- I started having a hard time looking at the screen, and I started having this huge goofy grin on my face, and I was like, "Things are getting really weird." <laughs> and then uh, I ba- I barely got off the call. Um, and then i went into a full-on ayahuasca ceremony for five hours and it was as strong as if i had drank the medicine and gotten into ceremony and i had not drank the medicine in, in in at least days um maybe a week i don't know um and that still feels like i that felt significant um that it felt like ayahuasca kind of saying hey look from here on out The boundaries are going to be less clear and if you're serious about following like going down this path you need to know that that's part of the goal is that the boundaries are not the bound to kind of erode some of those boundaries um that was kind of a scary initiation into that it was kind of a scary message um but it was also a very powerful one that that stayed with me uh until now and I guess I would just say that it's just been amazing how much this work has informed every aspect of our life uh, since. It's just, it's it's definitely, there have been no boundaries to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember talking to you after you had that experience, and, and my sense was definitely that it was an initiation for you, and I think you had decided around that time that the path it, that you were It might have been
1: on. right before that happened, I think. Um so it felt like a strong message from ayahuasca like hey, this is if you're gonna do this, this is this is what you're aiming for. Um Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I remember um when we were doing the combo training just the three of us. I remember crying home one day. I think it was after you guys served each other for the first time. When I told Zach, I was like, they're juicy. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. <laughs>
1: There's one other thing I want to share um, around this question that has been really enriching. Is my relationship to Ayahuasca 2 Combo. But also to the trees and plants that we've been working with and the other spirits that are invoked and called into the space. It's been so wonderful to be in relationship with them. Um, and again, it's kind of brought, it's like kind of revitalized a lot of things. And I really, um, because we lead wilderness trips, and a lot of times I'm camping around the same trees that I've formed relationships with through Dieta or through Ayahuasca or Combo. And I feel like I'm camping with friends. And it's just amazing to have these really direct relationships with the spirit world and with um, other non-human beings and entities. And And that's been a really fantastic outcome of this work and something that really makes me want to do more dietas. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yay. Good, because we have one coming up. One. Yeah. It's, it's a big one. Yeah, yeah. Like the biggest sequoia is starting in a couple of days which is what i'm referring to i'm so stoked about that (laughs) (laughs) so how did you how did you guys know or when did you come to the conclusion that you were gonna study the medicine
1: it's i think it was sort of gradual like it was for, like, this is how I've approached it for a lot of it because the idea of like studying the medicine or like where that or kind of admitting that maybe at some day I want to serve ayahuasca or those kind of things is is big and scary and then there's a lot of who do you think you are and, and all that that comes in. So my way to kind of short circuit that is like to put blinders on and just like like one direct step ahead and not get ahead of myself and all that stuff and so. For me, I've tried, now, I, it's just been a constant, yeah, let's, let's take one more step, let's take one more step. And before long, we were in the deep end, I think with that. But something definitely changed when we decided to leave Guatemala, I think.
2: Yeah, I think I, I tend to be a bit more like on or off. Like I don't, it's not as gradual. For me, it does. It show up as gradual because there's only that. That's the only way that I can walk Mm -hmm. this path. But in terms of, I think the first night (laughs) I had a sense, and then on the third night I did something that. Oh, if you want to have fun, you can try, but I don't necessarily recommend doing what I did, which is I sat and my intention before drinking was ayahuasca. Please show me the future. And she did not like that. She did not like that. I asked that. So there was a lot of, and and it was interesting because she went straight to, the why I would have that intention, which is fear and lack of faith and 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 wanting certainty about what's going to happen, and so she she kind of kicked my ass in in a loving way. It was actually it was it wasn't necessarily like physically painful. It was just like really intense. Um, but then once I kind of surrendered into, okay, well, this is what it's going to be. She showed me three things. She showed me the birth of our first child. She showed me the fact that I was going to stop working in one area. And I have since stopped working there. And then she, and then she took me down a spiral. And it was ayahuasca visions, you know, Shipibo patterns and just like really deep, deep into it. And the message was, and you're obviously going to keep working with me. And uh, yeah, that's that. that was like, that was a clear moment. I think at that point it was like, well, I don't know how to make that happen, but I have a feeling that this is it. And I do remember... The month before you guys left, we kind of crammed a lot into it. I think we did combo inoculation for the first time. And that's when I heard you guys say that you were going to leave when we had just moved next to you. So we were like, Oh no, what? And, and then I asked about if there was a possibility to do a dieta and we found some dates that would work. And so we, we scheduled a dieta, and then right before that dieta, you trained us in combo. So, like, it all happened really fast. We got c- trained in combo, which, again, is like a super juicy, like, catalyst, guide, magic, accelerator thing. And then I went straight into my first dieta, which was crazy intense. We dieted in oak. Um, and I remember after the last... Was it after the last ceremony? It's hard. Everything blends in after a while. But I do remember right before you guys left, I think after Integration Circle, we went up to the Mesa and I said, we we want to study, yeah. but we don't know how we're going to make it happen. And at that time, it was like the summer of 2020. And I think we were thinking, "Ah, oh, maybe we'll be able to get to the US by like January 2021 or something like that. We ended up leaving a week after you guys. So again, acceleration juice, but it it was it was clear. It was clear from the start and the the what I keep coming back to these days is this realization that I was back home. I'm back home and and I don't want to be anywhere else. And and so I don't know where that leads me. I don't know what that means if I look into the future. But every time I'm, I have the choice of, do you want to keep doing this or do you not? I just keep wanting to do
1: this. We keep prioritizing <laughs> this work over almost everything. Um, so,
0: And you know, when you step onto this path, that's kind of what you have to do.
1: I remember you saying that when we were in Guatemala, and it scared the bejesus out of me at that point. Um, was that kind of you can't have one foot on the treadmill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can in the beginning because it's, it's like going, slow enough. Yeah. But
2: as it picks up, you have to put both feet on. And it, I remember you being like, "Oh my
1: god!" Well, it's it scary nuts. because I, you know everyone comes to this work in a different way, and and they, I think everyone has to answer for themselves. How do you, how how what's the right relationship with this work? And how do I integrate this with the other aspects? Or how does everything stay aligned? Because well, a lot of things don't and those things fall aside. And that's some of the scary work I think that has been doing this medicine work is that a lot of things have fallen to the wayside as as a as a result. Um, and it's been the last year and a half has been a is it been a con it's it's been a constant realignment or like continuing like, within our relationship, um, within our other relationships with our family and our friends, within our work, because we had things going, some of those things we've dropped. Some of those things we're actively integrating this into, and it's, and those things are benefiting greatly from that. But it's been a massive project to to start, again, not having boundaries between not compartmentalizing this medicine work in one place, but really... Uh, letting it expand and, and influence and permeate everything, um, and that's a project that's very much still underway for us. I think.
2: Yeah, I think that's the project of our lifetime, possibly. Perhaps, yeah.
0: <sighs> well, it's it's been beautiful to watch again. <laughs> Speaking of coming home and being at home, you guys assisted on the most recent combo training, um, and you were with us behind the mesa, and you were totally at home there. Hmm. And, you know, since we did our training, I have heard from many people about your wonderful service, but I hadn't personally seen it. And I got to see you serve in the in the medicine space in the combo space and you just utterly and totally blew my mind and you added so much sparkle and magic and uh i know that you've told me a few times that it was quite an interesting experience for you guys too and it's been a few days since the end of end of the training so I kind of like to hear how things have settled and and what your experience of that was
1: well I was definitely really nervous going into (laughs) it (laughs) because we have been doing combo inoculations we got trained with you and then we kind of went on our merry way and started doing inoculations and so coming back full circle like a year later and and it was like oh is teacher gonna be happy or, or upset or <laughs> you, you, <laughs> a, I don't I don't know how like that voice is there um, yeah. whether I don't think it, it it's there and, and so it's like well let's see how this goes and it was absolutely wonderful um, it was there was a lot of lessons on being on that side of the mesa particularly with you and Krista um, it it was it was also just a lot of fun and um, I think it's teaching me a lot also like one of the themes that came up for me particularly around that work was um, which we've been talking about in the mandala as well as like restraint or self-control um, and I think that was definitely a new level of of, of working with that um, kind of wanting to be the combo facilitator and, and like kind of jump in and, and do the thing and and, um, and really, really honoring and kind of respecting the fact, you know, we're here to train other facilitators and our role is in the background and really to be a, kind of a, a support structure for them to do that thing. Um, and it's, it's, not, it's not our show. Um, that was, that was surpri- actually kind of surprisingly challenging um, for me uh, dur- during this, I think. Um, and you and Krista modeled it so well. Um, so that was an interesting part of it: is learning, re- working with restraint and self-control in a different way. And also something else that I found very interesting in the context of that, and also in I was remarking to you about this actually just last night is I don't know what the best word stamina might be the best way to say is it. just um, the that training was eight days and almost every day it was like nine to six, sometimes nine to seven. And that's, and even after that, like there was still chores that we had to do before and after at times. And um, so there wasn't a lot of personal time um, and we were definitely starting to run a bit of a sleep deficit, I think. And, and you're, and you're sitting there and and you're holding space for these really intense experiences and and all that. And I was um, really surprised by our stamina. Um, I, I, I don't think I realized until we went through that that we could do that. Um, and I've been surprised in general on this journey of of how much stamina we've developed and strength, I think, because I remember going into the first retreat and just being kind of anxious and nervous about the fact that we were going to do this with other people. And you're, like that was going to be really socially stimulating. And now to be at the point where... We're doing like eight day marathon trainings, like behind the mesa, holding space for other people. I don't think I would have imagined I could have done that a year ago. Um, so that was really kind of mind blowing to see.
0: Well, yeah, you, you did it. You did it very well. And it was super clear that the, the medicine was there fueling you. And, and I felt your solidity and your space holding capacity. And it was phenomenal for me mm So, thank, thank you, you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think um we had someone on that on that training actually you know talk about her experience ever since she connected t- to combo that it's felt like she was acting like a zombie a little bit, just like being pulled in a direction before she realized she had signed up for the training and before she realized she was here and you know before she realized she had served herself and and I feel like that's that's a lot of my life right now so it's interesting that I feel like I have a lot of time to reflect and also I kind of just go through the process and and kind of just let myself be carried um that being said it it was ah, I learned so much assisting you guys you ladies on on this training um it was so incredible i have been so i have been feeling that for recent inoculations that we've led where like i can feel the medicine really strongly even though i'm not you know receiving it that as i'm serving it it's very present but i feel like being behind the mesa again felt like being at home and and just feeling my central channel and my energetic, energetic body just so open and so tapped in. Um, it did. It did teach me a lot about what we're learning in the Mandala with the building the bodhicitta body and like kind of building that muscle and that stamina of not just the posture and the sitting for long periods of time, but also the capacity to keep expanding the central channel and expanding the heart to let everything flow and feel every little bit of the experience and it was interesting to notice how like fresh in the morning I could really do that and then like as the day got progressed it was not I could still do it but it was more muffled you know, like, it's almost like the the energe- energetic body is like, oh, my God, this is a lot. Like, can we just tune... Can we muffle it just a little bit so that it's not as much? So it was interesting to just witness that and, and, and not also not try to change it or not try to, like, be somewhere else. Just this is how I build stamina is I do it, I do it. And um, it was so freaking awesome to collaborate with you and Krista on that level um it just felt like yeah that another step another experience where we're part of the family and and we're you know part of the tribe and and supporting each other and and growing this garden of medicine that you are sowing and cultivating and like being behind the mesa and I think there is a there is a moment where you kind of told us like hey We're here to support these people as they do, as they find their own way of facilitating. And it may not be our way of facilitating, but it's theirs. And our job is to kind of encourage. And I really felt that near, especially near the end of the training, as people, you know, on level two, get more and more of that that juice and just being there and and kind of lovingly gazing, and and experiencing their medicine and letting them and be knowing that I was part of the, you know, the gardeners of, and, and these are the seeds and and they're growing and we're going to give them that much water and, and they need that kind of food and they need that thing. And like tuning into that, like it, it felt, it felt so nourishing for me to be nourishing others. And um. Yeah, just and such a good timing on our path to be reminded of how much the work is. There's this quote that I keep coming back to. I think it, I read it in uh, nonviolent communication, where you know there's this general saying of like, don't just stand there, do something, and like reframing that as don't just do something, stand there. And that practice of like being rooted like a tree and not move until the medicine moves me to do something, I feel like I learned so much and I'm so grateful for the opportunity, not just because it was freaking fun to be with you guys back there, but also because, yeah, feeling like I was part of the gardening team of the nourishing other people and letting other people's medicine teach me too. Mm. Mm. There was someone in particular, I, I, there's one particular serve where it was a lot of silence and it was a lot of sitting there. And it. it I was, my mind was kind of panicking. I was like, do something. Oh my God, why aren't you singing? This? And just like witnessing how powerful that was and witnessing that other people's medicine is going to look differently. And, and that's amazing.
1: I would agree with pretty much everything you said um it was, it was also just really mind-blowing to be on that side after a year like feeling like it had come full circle and it was a lot of fun to be involved in the conversations and thinking about okay not just how do you serve combo and, and what does the person receiving combo need but what does the person serving the person receiving combo need um and that layer of it it was fun to start being involved in that conversation and and thinking about that. And the other thing I wanted to say was, it was very interesting to be on that side of the mesa and start to play with and observe when was the medicine really calling for something to be done versus when did I want to do something? Or when did I think I should do something? or. All those different forms of I, instead of the medicine or combo or or whatever, um, and so it was it was teaching a lot in how to listen um, and how to how to wait until the action was really called for. So that was very interesting.
2: Yeah, and on that note, I think because i was really working with that too of when is it me wanting to do something and when is it the medicine telling me some one day particularly i i actually sat through a lot of these like get the drum get the sage get the you know like all these things that that and i would let them build as like okay if it's the medicine it's gonna stay right if it's my mind it's gonna kind of dissipate And some of those were staying and were very getting loud and loud and loud. But I also still didn't quite know if that was my mind just being very persistent. And what taught me a lot was I would sit there, get the message to get the drum, sit, keep getting the message to get the drum to the point that I feel my body almost moving and I would kind of like refrain as a part of that like restraint and self-mastery of like let's feel how it... Is when I don't do it, and then you'd get up and get the drum, <laughs> and that happened so many times, and it was so good to be reminded by Combo, Migio, that the 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 medicine will do what it needs to do, and I'm not alone back there. And so, like, if the drum is needed, someone else will play the drum. If if I'm not answering the call, someone else will, and and that was it was a great lesson in what the call feels like but also in the fact that i don't have to be on all the time if if it's not if i if i don't answer someone else will
0: right and that's always great confirmation too i mean it's it's a beautiful way to kind of check your internal mm-hmm. hearing and guidance system and your in your connection is to to have that kind of team it's like well, if I don't do it, is somebody else going to do exactly the same thing? And it happens all the time. Same thing happens. In ayahuasca ceremony, I will be hearing uh, an ikaro. Mm-hmm. And I will go to get, you know, whatever instrument, chikapa, rattle, drum, or whatever. And I realize, like, as I'm getting it, you know, Miguel is already up. And, and you know, all, or I'll hear the chikapa go, ch 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 <laughs> and then he'll sing exactly the ARL that I had been
2: thinking of. So it's also a great reminder, especially when you're working with a team, that um it doesn't matter who delivers it to some degree. Because no. I think that day where you ended up getting the drum, I was like, damn it I could have played <laughs> the drum right now. It could have been so nice, I could have banged that thing and then I realized it doesn't matter and it's you know, it was a great check on my ego of it doesn't matter who plays it it's it's sometimes it does but in this case it didn't obviously because I'm not the one playing the drum <laughs> so,
1: on that note something also that was interesting to notice was the times where my body got up without my mind mm-hmm. where like it got up and then my mind's like oh we're doing this thing okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that was uh, that was an interesting sensation as well
0: yes yes all beautiful and I I just want to comment also on the, the very last day of the training. Um, we do uh, what we call the sattva diksha. And it's a, it's a long mm-hmm. initiation, final initiation process in the training. And we, we serve the treatments all day. And um, we create like a combined journey um, where everyone in the room is really journeying together through their experience and working with you guys and with Krista on that I mean the magic that happened in the room that day like I I'm still kind of like heart high on on that and I just want to say thank you for being part of that and thank you for for lending your medicine to the space and you made it just even more powerful
1: mm. that was so much fun <laughs>
2: thank you for inviting us it, it, it was it was an honor and starting off our life in Portland with that feels like yep now you're right where you need to be
0: well, I feel that very strongly too, and I love you guys being closer and closer as part of this tribe that I'm so in love with. And uh, I also want to say that uh, Alistair and Julie Roxanne are gonna be teaching level ones. They, we have officially brought them onto to the training team, and I'm so excited to see what they do and also i want to say that uh, we are collectively dreaming on some wilderness initiation retreats and uh, that's that's kind of in the in the dream right now and i'm excited to uh, dream with both of you about how that comes to being
1: yeah i that it's so cool that it's so cool on both fronts i'm really excited to continue and deepen this work with combo um it's been so much fun and very very rewarding and whenever we're doing it whether we're serving an in inoculation or whether we've been we're assisting on the training i find myself just not wanting to be anywhere else it's it, it's so much fun and that that three by three at the the last day it's crazy fun like it's it's so wild it's it's awesome. Um, And as far as the wilderness initiation it's kind of i keep having to pinch myself because that was when i that's been a something that i've kind of been dreaming since i've met you just like and i you know kind of trying to like not dream it too seriously at the especially at the beginning it's like i barely know them like don't don't just see where things go taking one step at a time and just to even be like kind of in dialogue about dreaming something up like that, I just think it would be so potent and I um I think as a collective we are missing a lot of these initiations. Um I think if you look back in time they one of the probably most potent technologies, I think human and maybe skillful technologies that uh, human cultures develop is initiations and rites of passage that kind of help move us into different stages of life and and different maybe states of being. And a lot of those, I I speak from my own experiences, I feel like I've missed a lot of those in my own upbringing, and I think they would have been very helpful. And um, I'm excited uh, to find ways to bring more of those back, especially with wilderness and especially with combo and other plant medicines because they're these things are so potent. There's so much potential.
0: Well, I think wilderness medicine and combo potentiate each other in a synergistic and magical way. And uh, I can't wait to bring that baby into the world.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, gonna blow some minds. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much, Julia Roxanne. Thank you, Alistair, for your dedication, for your faith, for your work, for your service. And thank you for joining us on the podcast. And thank you, everyone, for taking the time to tune in and listen. And uh, we'll be talking to you again soon. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. (Sings)
3: Holy hango, <Sings> holy hango, holy hango, Ooh. Mm-hmm.